0: They say that you never forget your first. I'm John Lodge. Welcome to the Red Dice Diaries. Okay, so what do I mean when I say your first? Do I mean your first kiss? Your first love? Your first day at school? No, none of that. I mean something far more important. Your first set of dice, of course, that's what I'm going to be talking about this evening. And this sort of came to mind because my lovely wife for my birthday bought me a sort of An open-topped like school decoration to serve as a dice holder, that's what I was rattling those dice around in just now, and it sat proudly on my desk with three or four different sets of dice in. And I've bought a few recently for the first time in a long while, because for the longest time I played mainly online and didn't really have much use for physical dice. But since I've started doing a bit more sort of gaming at conventions and stuff like that, it's always handy to have a few sets with me. And this got me reminiscing about my very first set of dice. Now, just to clarify, I have an absolutely abysmal memory. It wasn't great even before the epilepsy, and that's done nothing to improve it. However, I still remember vividly my first set of dice. I was in, I think it was junior school or infant school, and our poor teacher, Mrs. James, had the unenviable task of teaching a young John about maths. Now, I'm never the I've never been the most mathematically inclined person, which I suppose is ironic considering I work as a finance clerk, but that's mainly because pretty handy with a spreadsheet, but certainly back then I, I was more interested in like reading and stuff like that. The whole sort of f- figures and sums and algebra and stuff like that just didn't really click for me, and I didn't really grasp it until much later on. However, Mrs. James with a uh, the Admiral British stiff-up lip rolled up her sleeves and set to the task with gusto, trying to Force some of this mathematical knowledge into my brain, which I'm grateful for now, but at the time, obviously, I wasn't. Now, one of the ways she chose to do this was she bought in a set of polyhedral dice, sort of gem dice, you know, almost transparent with a hint of color. This was the first time I'd seen polyhedral dice since. Back then, in the sort of 80s, 90s, they weren't quite as commonplace as they were now. I'd seen D6s in family board games and whatnot, but polyhedrals were something new to me, and I was absolutely fascinated by them. Now, Mrs. James bought these dice out and basically put together like a very simple game where you'd roll a couple of dice and you'd try and... I think she had another one that had the um, the arithmetic symbols on it, so, you know, like pluses, minuses, multiplication, division, etc. You'd roll two dice along with this symbol dice, and you had to work out the sum that was the result. Now, it might not sound like a lot. After all, you're still working out sums. But I remember that was a, a big thing for me. Instead of just looking at boring old numbers on a black and white chalkboard or written down in a bland textbook from sometime before God was born. I was rolling these dice. I was actually getting involved. The colours fascinated my young eyes. And at least for a short while, I was engaged with it. And I almost forgot about the fact that it was uh, it was maths. And I was so impressed by it that afterwards I went up to her. and Bear in mind, I was a fairly sort of timid wee lad when I was younger. I actually went up to her and said, Miss, where did you where did you get these uh, these dice from? And she told me that there was a, a game store in uh, the nearby town of Burton-on-Trent where she had purchased the dice. Now, I was immediately eager to get hold of some of these and thought I can probably wangle my parents into buying me some since obviously it's to do with schoolwork. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. So I got some hastily scrawled down directions from her after all i'm sure that she was keen to to get back to the teacher's lounge or just have a break after us relentless (laughs) young hellions had been causing a grief for pretty much the entirety of the lesson but fair credit to her she took the time to give me those directions and granted they were hazy and most of them eventually turned out to be wrong but i suspect that was due to the fact that it was me recording them and to go with my abysmal memory my sense of direction is terrible. If I walk into a shop and come out facing the opposite way, I can get lost, like some sort of Finding Nemo bullshit going on there. But eventually, I persuaded my dad to take me into Burton, my, my local town, since I grew up in a small village just outside Burton in the Midlands in the UK. And we trawled around for Absolutely ages. I mean, now when I think back about it, it seems like we spent days trawling around in the car with me getting annoyed and like having a bit of a paddy like any small child would do when they don't get their way. And my dad being very understanding and dragging me about and uh, driving around looking for this shop. With these obviously wrong directions that I'd taken down wrong. But I suspect now it must have only been like a few hours. But eventually we found the shop. It was Spirit Games run by Phil Bootherstone and Sally in Burton on Trent. And I remember going in there, there was a massive bearded fellow by the name of Steve that stood behind the counter. And in fact, I know him now, he's a great guy, he still works there, and later on my now wife would go on to work there, and that would be how we met. But I remember going in there when I was very young and seeing these dice there, immediately buying a set of them, and then sort of looking around almost as I was an afterthought and noticing all these weird and strange books on the shelf, and... My, my dad, bless him, I think at the time he was just glad that we'd finally actually got there and like I wasn't giving him so much earache, but I remember he bought me a copy, like a second-hand copy of Vampire the Masquerade, I think second edition, like the main sort of core book, and I still have that to this very day. It's a, a very precious book to me, mainly for the nostalgia factor rather than any sort of immense amount of gaming I get out of it, but I still have that. I don't have the dice that I bought then, alas, but I firmly believe if I hadn't seen those dice, if Mrs. James hadn't shown them to me and I hadn't persuaded my dad and my dad hadn't been kind enough to take me down to Spirit Games in Burton-on-Trent, that I may not have discovered role-playing as early as I did, and I might still have got into the hobby. Who knows? But I can definitely trace my initial interest in sort of proto role-playing, since I didn't really know what it was about then, back to a, a dedicated teacher bringing a set of dice into a class and attempting to liven up a lesson and engage her pupils. And that's where my sort of lifelong love affair with RPGs, to a lesser extent war games, started. So I've seen Mrs. James a few times since then, although not recently. I don't know what whether she's still around, what's happened to her. But I have said thank you to her when I've seen her on previous occasions years ago now. And I'll say it quite here now, Mrs. James, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, thank you. You really made a difference in my life. And your simple action of show me some dice then has shaped a lot of my recreational time and given me immense amount of enjoyment over my life, and it's responsible for the fact I'm recording this podcast episode now, so thank you very much, and obviously thank you to all the various people who have helped me, spurred my interest on with role-playing, who've sort of shown me the ropes, and hopefully I've managed to pass on a little bit of that knowledge over the years. So there you go, that's my humble story about my first set of dice. I'd really love to hear how you got hold of your first set of dice. So you can either leave me a voicemail message on the Anchor app, you can email me at diaries or one word, at gmail.com, or... If you want to send me in some massively long voicemail and you don't really fancy the one-minute recording limit that Anchor imposes on you, you can always record your message as an MP3 file, attach it to an email, and send it to me, reddizediaries at gmail.com. I love the whole community aspect and call-in aspect of Anchor, and I'd really love to hear some stories from you Anchorites and other listeners out there about how you got your hands on your first set of dice. So until I see you next time, take care on whatever you're playing. Have fun. See you soon.